The intro. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Well, start over. <laughs> Losing people by the second. All right. No, we're gonna keep going. Go. Turn your phone off. Your mom's texting me. <laughs> out now yeah we be serious we're good we're okay. good we're good let's just go with it anyways uh welcome back all you uh you uh signed up podcasters yeah <laughs> speak that in first <laughs> you million million audience yeah, out there that's right south korea what's up <laughs> is the interpreter on is the interpreter on um yeah welcome back to uh hey just go with it uh the Man who was making fun of me earlier was Andrew. My that's name's Rashid. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's normally how it goes on this show. That's normally how it goes on this show. This is our second episode. Woo! Yeah, that's we made five. it official now. Yep. One, two. One, two. Mm-hmm. You have two choices. <laughs> <laughs> the first one and the second one. Uh, All right. And so, um, yeah, we're just excited. We're excited to get the second episode going. Absolutely. You know, um, uh, Andrew had a joke that I think you should read. Oh yeah, yeah. I want to dive in that into that joke. We, That's a pretty um, funny joke. Yeah, well, let's set it up because actually we were we were thinking, you know, I kind of wanted to break ice um, mm-hmm. and look up the joke and have an icebreaker. So we we came, I got a book, look at jokes, trying to trying to find something, you know, kind of, you know, make have a little giggles, a little chuckle. Yeah, you know, break be the funny, eye. be funny. Try to force, try funny, to force right? funny, yeah. and it just wasn't That's happening. Do. Ten <laughs> minutes into it, we just we just weren't successful until finally Andrew had one. He always has one. There's always one in them where you found. And so here it is. Go ahead. Say it. Dude, we'll just erase that part. <laughs> so anyways, um, a child asked his father, how were people born? So his father said, well, Adam and Eve made babies. And their babies became adults. And then they made babies. And so on and so forth. The child then went to his mother, asked her the same question. And she told him, son, we were monkeys. Then we evolved to become like we are now. The child ran back to his father and said, You lied to me, Dad! His father replied, No, I didn't. Your mom was talking about her side of the family. <laughs> That's my fake laugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's my crazy laugh. <laughs> Just in case. So you set me up? I set you up because I thought it was funny already. So I knew I wasn't going to laugh as, as big as the last one, but I wanted to have a courtesy laugh. Okay. You know? I thought it was funny originally. It yeah. was. It's kind of like the second time things happen, it's not as good. Yeah. Like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think once we get into the content, yeah, we'll really get into the content. We really do have uh, content to talk about, and absolutely, uh, we did really did brainstorm to tell us, tell you guys about our experience past week, week and a half. Yeah. You know, and what we believe God put on our heart for relevant us. topics yeah. for right now, people right now, both. You know, in church, not in church, whatever. If you're young and you want more out of life, this is the right place for you. This is the place. Yeah, that I, happened, and that's gonna happen, and I'm gonna do that more. So I got, I got a two week resignation letter from this venture. <laughs> Get ready, cause it's already saved. Anyway, it's real good. We got real good material that that we're gonna talk about. It's not just material. I don't want to look at it as material. 
this is actual stuff, right? Yeah. And the purpose of this podcast is is simply to say like everyone has a story, everyone's opinion is worth something, everyone's experiences can add to another person's life, whether they learn from it, whether they enjoy it, whatever it is. I, I strongly believe that this podcast is just to encourage you to be yourself, go after the things that are in your heart with what you have. Yep. And I guarantee you it'll become something beautiful. Um, so we'll just get to it. Let's get right into it. We, uh, I think it's, I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel like just explaining everything. Yeah, go for it. All right. So as we are pre-meeting, as what we're going to talk about, you know, we asked, uh, Andrew prayed, asked the Holy Spirit just to reveal what's in our heart, you know, what's relevant, like, and not to, because the focus of our, of our podcast is to always stay real, stay relevant, and to be ourselves. And sometimes, you know, as even if you get into a conversation, you kind of want to force something, like, like Andrew trying to force that joke, and it wasn't funny. You asked me to read it. I'm, I'm still talking. When you okay, let's just unpack this. When you speak on behalf of them, anything that anyone thought was funny is gone, gone now. <laughs> and can you get closer to the mic? Can you not hear Nobody me? Nobody can hear you. Sorry, I'm saving space. So uh, one of the topics, <laughs> one of the topics, one of our topics was being a bridge builder. Bridge builder. What is that? What is that word? What does it mean? And why are we using it? Go ahead, Andrew. All right, I'll take it from there. Take it from there. I just like when you talk better because you have more of like the the radio voice. Uh-huh. I'm more of the the TV face. The joke. <laughs> like you have you have face for for radio. I have. But a, you don't need a face on the radio. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but your voice is amazing, so that's why I like when you introduce Thanks. everything. I really, I really am. I uplift. Yeah, I, I thank you for your encouragement. Just deal with it. So, uh, yeah, and that's what we're going to do. <clears throat> so, um, before I get into this, Rashidi and I used to have this thing when we were growing up where we would rate each other's jokes. You know, and in, in middle school and high school. and I know. said turn it off. <laughs> His phone is vibrating. You see what that says? <laughs> Rashidi's mom. I can't ignore her. This is important. So... When we were kids, we used to rate each other's jokes. We did. Because I mean, we told a lot of them. Uh, it just yeah, didn't stop. Non-stop. As you see, that's why it's so hard for us to get to the point yeah. already. That's why I'm stopping yet again. I'm sorry. No problem. Um, but anyway, we would rate each other's jokes. And um, it was hard to get an A. It was. Anytime. High standards. Yeah, anytime we said anything, we, we really ripped each other to yeah. shreds. Which I really thought we'd come farther along. But yeah. What I'm seeing today. <laughs> so what you're saying, as I'm, I'm going to gather from that, Go ahead. is uh, you want to share with the audience the fact that, hey, if you hear a joke, don't be scared to rate it. Yeah, don't be scared to throw, you know, A, B, yeah. C. You love I, them enough to say you can do better. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a, that's that's accurate, right? Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna do that for you too in this in this podcast. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now, Whether I receive it <clears throat> or not. Yeah, just like you know when you would fill those tests <laughs> and you refuse to take them home to your mom. Receiving it is on you. It's, you <laughs> that's, know. that's I'll give that a B. Yeah, I'll give that a B. B. <laughs> That's it. Oh my gosh! At least be reasonable. <laughs> right. So, 
Getting bridge, back to the topic. Bridge builder, sorry. Bridge builder. I was on. I was having a phone call today, um, and uh, what if the people? I'm sorry, who are listening, right? And they just are so annoyed. They are <laughs> because they're like, if they make it to ten minutes, it's a miracle. <laughs> what are you, like, what are you talking, about? talking about? This is just a dry one. We're gonna have to start over. Never. All right. Bridge builders. That's what we're gonna talk about. Yeah. I think it's so crucial to discuss um, really what that means. What does it mean to be a bridge builder? What, what does it mean? a bridge builder to us, yeah. Right. How does that fit into our lifestyle? How do we come up with this word? Where did it even come from? Yeah. Right. Um, in our definition, I'd say that being a bridge builder means that you've identified two areas or more where there's a disconnect. Yeah. Two separated ways of doing things, two separated places, two things that would in, in no other ways connect unless there was a connector, yes. a bridge. Um, now, if we look at bridges, a lot of... You're talking about water and uh, like usually there's there's turbulence underneath right. like, or like chaos or something Right, like chaos, that. something that is dangerous. Like, yeah. like if you're going over the bridge over the Mississippi River or the San Francisco Bridge... Uh, bridges that um, run through mountains. There's bridges everywhere. Sometimes I drive to Key West and there's a bridge, seven-mile bridge, and it's just seven miles of just water, you know? Um, a lot of times bridges are something that um, are notable. Like you'll see pictures of bridges. Bridges are in magazines. They're, they're notable pieces of, of architecture and yeah. notable pieces of construction because of what a bridge represents in society, in 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 actual physical transportation, like a bridge is, is important. Yeah. A bridge is, is needed to to have a community. A bridge is is needed to, you know, have a productive uh, society. If there's a if there's anything that separates one place from another, a bridge is necessary to c- connect yeah, those two, good two places. A bridge is necessary. A bridge is right. necessary. Yeah. So um so we came up with that word bridge builder just to, to kind of tag on to that last word you said, a bridge is necessary to connect two places. We came up with that word, bridge builder, because we believe as uh, believers, we're called to build bridges between um, uh, maybe a far left or far right or a distant um, community from a or you know from a suburb to the urban right you know, or even in your family in like your family, maybe there's yeah. there's an issue with your mom and your dad yeah or you know brother and sister sibling rivalries right. often cause disconnects you know a lot of times we have these areas of separation in our lives that need to be built that that need to be reconnected and yeah. i almost feel like and, uh, and then go ahead know, go ahead yeah. i almost feel like um everyone in their own right has the calling yeah or the Ability to be a bridge builder. I believe it's a mantle. Almost. Yes, I just want to chime in on that because you said something where like there's a disconnect or a separation, and why I believe that word is so key, and why I'm totally 100% agree to you. Or we're all called to build bridge because what is the enemy called to? What is he called to do? Destroy. Destroy. Steal. Kill. Destroy. Steal, kill, right? destroy. Separate. He is the great separator. And what are we called to build bridges? Right. You know, and so like that's like the function of the church. Yes. You know. You know. In society, like a lot of people will look to politics. That's why there's so much disappointment yeah. with presidential candidates. Yeah. And Congress and the Senate and and uh, all these entities of the government. There's a lot of disappointment because people are putting their faith in the wrong place. Yeah. They're looking for the government 
to repair things that literally the church is called to repair. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, you know, in our families, I was talking to um, uh, Josh this weekend from Covenant Church. Uh-huh. I for just to bring you guys into our lives, we had a men's conference at our church. It's awesome. It's called Power to Prosper. Evander Holyfield was there. Bob Harrison, a lot of you know influential guys. Yeah. Uh, really got a lot out of it. And uh, the artist that was doing the music, his name was Josh Dufresne, and I was talking to him um, after one of the services, and he was saying that there was a meeting um, in Washington, D.C., and a lot of pastors were invited, and they were sitting down with, I believe it was a congressman, um, and talking about uh, legislation. And I think that's what he said. Um, Whoever the entity was, they were talking Uh about legislation and writing the laws and and, and, and their job in creating the laws and, and doing their best to rectify the issues in society through the laws. And they literally said to the pastors... You know, our job is to do what we're doing and write legislation. Yeah. But all that is is legislation. Yeah. Your job as pastors is to go and make families mm. and make yeah. healthy families. Yeah. And make families thrive. And it was it was a pleasure listening to Josh because he literally wore that burden. Yeah. He said, you know, that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here to do. Like, our job as the local church is to provide a place in the power of God to where families can be whole. Because, I mean... That's an example of, of building a bridge exactly. in, in, in a church capacity. Exactly. That's know? a huge yeah. bridge. That's a huge bridge. And a necessary bridge. Yeah. Just to bring um, scriptural context to how we even came to that, to, to bridge building, you know, First John 4, 11 through 12 in the New Living Translation says, Dear friends, since God loved us that much... We surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us, and his love is brought to full expression in us. You know, and if you kind of just, like, take a moment to digest that and just really, I don't know, dive in and just ask yourself, be honest with yourself, because I believe, and I know with me and Andrew, like, the whole aspect of just go with it is just our, our perception, our our reality, our truths, what we believe, you know, doesn't mean that it's factual per se. Like that's just you just this is what you do. This is this is just how we go about right. doing. This it. isn't like published yeah. literature, right? Like this is this is life, man. This is yeah. This is life experience. Our interpretation of what the word is saying through you know what we're hearing from the Holy Spirit, you know, and ho- hopefully maybe whoever we bring in and their interpretation. And then hopefully when you guys start responding, your interpretation, bringing that in, you know, that's all that is. And so our interpretation of that, where it's saying we are called to, um, dear friends, since God loved us that much, we ought to love each other. So what does that mean? Does that mean we, we are to, I don't know, pick and choose who we love? We are to say, well, Lord, you don't understand their, um, their, they don't they don't get us they're killing us lord they don't know my pain or you know say lord well i can't really love them no we're called to love each other you know because since god loved us that much and i kind of wanted to make that known because our our next phrase of of this conversation andrew's going to really open up being on the side of a police officer per se you know or in that that scene mm-hmm. you know as, as he talks about law it enforcement. law enforcement we're going to get two perceptions or two realities of truth 
you know, and then we're going to look into how do we build bridge into that. Right. You know, so. In our perspective. And uh, one of the things before we go there that just kind of popped into my head when you were talking in regards to the scripture, you, you see in the scripture that what love is, right, isn't based off of our experiences. Yeah. It isn't based off of the things that happen yep. to us. The love that we're called to, uh, we surely ought to love each other, right? Because God loved us that much. Um, the love that we're called to is actually based off of God. Yeah. I mean, what a thought. It's not based off of our experiences. That's it's right. not based, and this is not an easy concept to understand yeah. without revelation. Right. Or with not using such a churchy word. This is not an easy concept to understand without knowing who God is. Yeah. Or knowing that his. Who he is is very active. And it's a thing because we would try to figure that out. People would try to figure it out. It wouldn't make sense. You'd try to get to it. It'd be so complex. But faith makes it very simple to understand. Yeah. Uh, but faith oftentimes isn't an easy thing to have. Right. So that posture of love being something that God is and the reason why we love is out of his place, not out of our experiences, really makes it a lot simpler. Yeah. Um, you know, not just because it's simple doesn't mean that it's easy. It can that's be true. simple and it can that's also true. be difficult. That's true. Um I think that's why too, on a side note, why I personally believe the focal point of every believer, um, every believer, is just my personal opinion, is to represent the love of the Father. Because really that's the when you come down to it, you know, just to kinda just to reiterate a, a different verse. In first John three eighteen, it says, Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let's uh show the truth by our actions. Our actions will show that we belong to the truth. You know, and how do we show that we love? Like Andrew says, that's you you cannot love someone who you who you don't compassionately uh identify identify with. with. You know, it's only it's only after first realizing the love of the Father and emulating emulating that love to them mm -hmm. and seeing seeking them seeing them through compassion you mm -hmm. know this is even with people that you like you know what yes. i mean like yeah. like in relationships whether they be romantic relationships or friend friendships um you know you can like your friend but there's going to come a point in time where they do something say something uh don't say something don't do something that you expect them to do where there's going to be a disappointment and that love that you should have for that person it just isn't isn't there because it's based off of a situation. It's based off of something that happens. Yeah. But this love that God's calling us to, it doesn't come through that place. It doesn't, and I'm trying to get as specific as I can, it, it doesn't come through a place of experience, physical experience. It comes through a place of spiritual understanding. Yeah. Um, and that's something that you I have can't... To encounter. Right. Yeah. I can't love my wife... Um, based off of who she is right by myself right you know because there's going to come a point in time where that love is it's going to diminish it's, right. if it's just based off of everything that we have to offer each other there's gonna at some point in time it's not going to be as good as it could be but if i love her like how the the bible talks about like right. how christ loved the church mm -hmm. and i love her from the posture of recognizing god's love and yeah. i know there's more that can be added to this but yeah. this is just where i am in my walk with god right now like there's more I can do, I can love her better right. if I recognize that I'm not depending on my own love that I yes. can conjure up for her. Yeah. But there's a deep well of love yeah. 
that is in me because of my relationship with the creator. Yeah. And I think as far as uh, where we are nationally, where we are socially, it requires that type yeah. of... There's no other fix. Be, just to add on, um, I remember the Holy Spirit like uh, revealed something to me in my past relationship about love and um, forgiveness, right? So if love, like Andrew was saying, was based off uh, experiences, right, where, you know... Oh, man, why do you love her, bro? I love her because she takes care of me. I love her because she feeds me. She just, she just, she smiles. I, all, I, I love her because of just, and you just, you make this list, right? There's nothing wrong with that list. That's, that's wonderful. But you make this list. Well, what happens when she doesn't feed you? What happens when she's not in a smiling mood? What happens when, um, she didn't do something up to your expectation? Well, does your love change? And, and the reality is sometimes it does. And why it's so, um, why it's so purposeful for our to our understanding is to be, man, I just accept the father's love and and through his love is how um like Andrew said, I'm able to love my wife, is because you realize that there's not striving, there's no striving in that love. That love is freely given. That love is freely given. It's not something you can attain, it's just given. So an example, when I was in this relationship and I had a hard time forgiving, the Holy Spirit brought into my attention, like, do you realize that Jesus forgave on the cross. Mm. He did. He didn't wait till afterwards, mind you. Everyone forsake him at that time. I mean, his disciples left. Uh, these are his best friends, like Andrew's saying. His best friends left. His homeboys. Everybody left. And you have the Roman soldiers. You know, that's the distant friends. The the people, or not not the Roman soldiers. We'll say the people. The people. Like who, the multitudes. The multitudes. Right. Those were the distant friends. You know, they're not the best friends. They're not good friends, but they're acquaintances. You know, at one point they praised him. Those are the ones who are now. Cursing him out, da, da 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 da. Jesus said on the cross, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. In the midst of his pain, he said, "For Father, I forgive, forgive them." And that's a how does how does he do that? How does he like gather up that that ability to forgive when some things are unforgivable? Sometimes, I mean, right. he he's really valid to not forgive them. Yeah, you know. He yeah, I agree, and I think that um. You know, Jesus coming as a man to the earth and living as a man really shows that it wasn't his flesh yeah. that could conjure up yeah. forgiveness. It wasn't his um, the things that he had even read in the Word, in the manuscripts, in the Scripture. Yeah. I don't think, and it could be a little controversial, and I could even be wrong in saying this, but this is just hey, what I'm feeling. Yeah, I'm go, just with gonna it. go with just it. Just go with it. Um, I don't think that it was the scripture in and of itself mm -hmm. that gave him the empowerment. Scripture in and of itself, words on a paper in yeah. and of itself. Yeah. But because the word of God is alive and breathing, I believe that life connected with the life inside of him. Yes. His relationship with the Father. It's all about relationship. And what does that create? Mm -hmm. The grace. Yeah. It creates the grace, or as we've learned and as we've seen through scripture, the empowerment. Yeah. The empowerment to forgive. Forgiveness yeah. and complete selfless forgiveness it can't come from another community program from you trying it can't come from your yeah. willpower it yeah. can't come from your effort it it's can't come achievable. from your want it's it not can't, achievable it can't come from your want yeah. that's impossible yeah. and if it does it's a fake it's a facade you know? the only way true forgiveness can come is well in this situation yeah. is through grace it's through the power of God yeah. so that leads me into building bridges yes I believe that gives good context into what we're talking about. Perfect. Bridges can only be built 
by number one, a recognition that something's separated. Yeah. And if we look in our country right now, and we're going to have a podcast, I think, that specifically deals with these issues. But this, we're just kind of talking around around everything in, yeah. in, in retrospect and kind of more of the spiritual things that I think yeah. we've identified. Yeah. Um, and this bridge building really came about from a conversation I was having with my brother uh, today in regards to everything that was going on. And he was, he, he literally said, you know, our job is to build bridges. Yeah. Our job is to connect things that are disconnected. And, um, from that, I just, I was thinking about it and that's why we're here. So what that looks like. And he said that because like, here's just the reality. Um, you know, in Dallas, Cops were shot. Cops were killed. Right. You know, Louisiana, I think, just today, I believe, today or yesterday. Sunday, yeah. More cops were Seven killed. Seven shot. You know, and that's just on the police officer side. Let's go to the black side, you know, where constantly there are police, um, you know, shootings or stuff brutality. like that. Brutality. And just, um, you know, just the slaying of, of, uh, of, of black people, you know, in those lower... Um, urban areas, you know, and so that's just the reality of life we're living right now. And so, as a believer, as as me and Andrew are stating, as a believer, and that's foremost what you have to always tell yourself: as a believer, you are called to build a bridge. You are not called to take a side. Right. You're called to build a bridge. Because honestly, what side can you take? Yeah. If I say, "Man, I'm on the side of law enforcement," which I can easily do. You can. Let me let me just talk about yeah. that experience. Good job. Um, yeah. So I wasn't a police officer. That's, I didn't, you know, at that time, that's not what I felt like the Lord was calling me to or even what made sense in my life, not to over-spiritualize it. It just didn't make sense in my life um, to be a police officer. And it was kind of the beginnings of some rocky territory. I think it was in like 2014, yeah. 2014. Yeah. And um, I started working as a child protective investigator. Uh, for the sheriff's office, and we worked um, intricately with law enforcement. We worked intricately with detectives. And that year and a half really exposed some things to me. It honestly changed my life, changed my perspective. Um, on on just the world. law enforcement? Oh, yeah, the world. world in general. Yeah. Like, like, what's out there? Like, in a good way? Good or, and bad. Right. Good and bad. Like, I didn't really realize how much hurt and pain yeah. there was and, and how much, like, I mean, it's just, the there's no word to describe when you see a, a child abused in yeah. any fashion. There's, there, you can't really paint that picture. Nothing justifies it. It's, it's more than disgusting. It's more than frustrating. It's more than ignorant. Yeah. It, it, there's something more to it. Yeah. Um, and... It, that's the negative side of it. That's what it showed me. But it also showed me that the ability to bring hope, as much of a, as a deficit as, as there is in that aspect, mm-hmm. there's even a greater amount of hope that of can be given to that right. community or those types of people. And I have, like, hundreds of cases that I saw the power of God on, you know? Uh, and it, more than, I shouldn't say more than the power of God, but in a more practical way for maybe people who don't understand power of God or that type of lingo. Um, Practical ways where I saw people helped. Um, And all I did was show up and do my job and be who I am. Which leads into also what this podcast is about. Being yourself and the opportunities will come. Um, Through every day. Right. Just a little sidebar. Don't 
be so you know quick to promote yourself, but know that if you do what's right and you do what's necessary for your life, God will bring the promotion. Yeah, that's true. So I'll make it. I'll make it quick, and then you know another podcast we can get into some specifics, which we will. Yeah, for called, sure. Um, uh, culture and what was it called? Which one? The country one? Country. Yeah. Country and controversy. Country and controversy. Yeah, you want to, I can talk specifically yeah. about my experience there. Right. But overall, I saw the same things over and over again with the same types of people. You know, if there were certain injuries on a child, I knew that they were typical to this race. Um, you know, if I saw bite marks, I know that they're they're from this island. I know that if I saw um, extension cords, I know that it was this type of people. I know that if it was alcohol-related or a trailer park, I know it was this group of people. I know that if there were burns, it was this type yeah. of person. I know. I mean... The things that you you came across, you could just tell you because knew. you just saw it over so, and over, over and, and like over. it proved itself yeah. over and over, like proof statistics, yeah. like it would it wouldn't lie, right? But statistics in and of themselves in this respect are a lie, yeah. Because we know we wrestle not against flesh and blood, yeah. Um, so I would see these things over and over and over again, and I, and I got to a point. You get to a point like if you don't stay grounded, you get to a point where. And I did this for a year and a half. Yeah. You know, I can't imagine having a 25-year career year. as a cop or yeah. a 30-year and retiring. Like, of course they're going to have issues. Yeah. And cops, they don't have the outlets to really process right. these things. They don't have the right therapeutic tools to That's let good. them out. Number That's one, good. because of the pride issue. And number two, because they represent security and protection. That's good. How are you going to weaken yourself in letting that out because of our, yeah. our skewed views of what it is to be protective? Right. So anyway... Um, I saw it over and over again. It became calloused. So much so that I would coin certain areas as being disgusting and, yeah. and being a hopeless place. Mm-hmm. And I would coin certain people groups um, as ignorant. Yeah. That they didn't care. Like, how can you do such and such to a yeah. child? Right. You know, over and over again. And and, and not want to change. Right. Or, or say that you're going to change and not do it. You know, even with addictions. You know, it's, it's like... You can't just judge it at face value because it's going to anger you and it's going to make you bitter. Yeah. But when you look to the root of it, you know that there's something deeper that's there. And and it's exactly what we're saying now. You know, there are there are prejudices and there are things that happen in society and they are for a reason. Stereotypes, and I say this and I, I hope this doesn't offend you. I'm just right. speaking my heart. Yeah, and, speak your and, heart. And I, and I want to just lay it out there. That's what we're doing. Stereotypes aren't just because two people did it. Yeah. Stereotypes, they come about because there's a pattern. Yeah. And it's somewhat meritable. Yeah, I mean, we don't like it, but that's just like let's let's again go from the truth. That's just the reality, you know. And I think um, like what Andrew's just informing about, and we're gonna even dive just a little bit deeper into not just his aspect, but both sides. Um, as a uh, child investigator, he saw um, several things over and over and over, and he became callous. You know, just to speak in one of the areas he was talking about, a specific area, location. You know, I used to live in this area for most of my life. And I remember just from the other aspect of it, he spoke from a a law enforcement. Let me speak from the civilian side. Just from a civilian side, I remember I was in third grade and uh, there was um, a kid who was from my school. I don't know who, but I just remember hearing a loud crash. Boom! You know, and next thing you know, you can see it from a distance. You just see glass shattered and the car you know ran away and you just see the little kid just on the ground blood all over the place wait so it was an accident it was an accident and and they hit a child they hit a child they hit a child they hit a child i was in third grade hit a child and i remember like you know we're walking home and you see this it's crazy mind you the police department is only literally a left turn and one light away 
that's where the police department was. The time I walked from my school to my house, there was there was nobody there. This is not a good neighborhood, but there was nobody there. Like you you saw this from a distance in third grade. So what's my perception? That's just the first first um, experience I had with police per se or right. law authority. Like wow, they and, don't. Uh, and this is something. This is a certain type of. Uh, Situation where it's not actually something that was done. Right. It was something that wasn't done. That wasn't done. Right. Right. You In know. the time frame it should have. Right. And so you have this light like what? Like and they're called to do this and do this. You know. So again, here in in my mind as as a civilian, I have now grown callous from that from in third grade about what my idea of law enforcement and it just kept building from personal experiences growing up. You, you know, know. I think it'd be good for you to talk about. Um, you were talking with me about some statistics about what you retain as far as your belief system. Yes. Um, I think it'd be good maybe to share that um, as uh, some context into what you're saying. Uh, like Andrew was mentioned earlier, we had a men's conference this weekend, uh, and Bob Harrison made a statistic, not really at the men's conference, but afterwards at a another meeting. And it, it just stuck with me because I thought it was so powerful. Um, and I didn't even realize it until he said that. But he goes, um, and he said... You don't have to. He goes and he says, at age, I believe, five, by age five, 50% of what, well, let me give context. Um, he was talking about conscious and subconscious, how we like to think that there, we have two, he called it operating systems. We have our conscious mind and we have our subconscious mind. Our conscious mind is what we make decisions with. You know, that's obviously our brain and stuff, but that's what we make decisions with every day. Every day is a decision on what we eat, blah, 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 what we like, da, da, da. You know, our subconscious, that's what, like, is what you don't even have to think about. You just automatically do because it's been so repetitive. For example, um, let's say you, you're driving and there's a red light. You don't have to, and you're having a conversation, like me and Andrew are talking, we have a conversation. I don't have to stop what I'm doing and say, oh, hold on, Andrew, it's a red stop. light, I gotta stop. I don't have to do that. I automatically stop, which means I've done it enough that it's now dropped subconsciously into my, I mean, it's dropped into my subconscious, whereas I don't have to think about it, it's there, it's rooted. You know, it's gonna take a, if they change the law, say from now on, red light's gonna be green and green light's gonna be red, it's gonna take a while for me to, at red right. light, not mm-hmm. stop because mm-hmm. it's, it's automatic. So we give that context, right? So by fifty, by age five, fifty percent of what we learn is already subconsciously um, uh, dropped. It's already a part of the belief a part system. of the belief system subconsciously. Fifty percent of what we learn. So by age five, we're barely we, we haven't gone to school. We know we haven't done really anything learning of our own. It's all from our parents, our family members, whatever we're surrounded with, those belief systems are already subconsciously inside of us. By age 18, 80% of our belief systems mm-hmm. are um, established subconsciously. Again, that's, again, from friends, now a school, now stuff, but we never really had that opportunity to come up with, like, this is truth. Right. You know? Especially when you're five. Especially when you're five. So you imagine growing up and... All you saw was, uh, you know, I don't know, injustice. Now it's subconscious in your mind that police are not good. Like it's already it determined no matter what, good, no matter uh, what, yeah, that police they're not good. It's 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 like you know even if you saw a police helping or a, a police pulling you over for a random ticket, oh he's after me. Yes, yeah, there's one particular story that. I have, um, like, literally I experienced where that comes so alive 
um, but I'll save it for our country and controversy nice. podcast. It's so good. I mean, it's it really embodies what we're talking about right now. On. Right on. Um, but as a civilian, just to kind of like uh, summarize, as someone who has um, that has worked for a law enforcement agency, now I wasn't law enforcement. I wasn't a police officer, but I, I worked with them. Um, they had to go with us on all of our cases and so on and so forth. My thing was I, I saw it all the time. Yeah. It was it was predictable. It, it, you know, like, and you, there, that instills a fear in you because, you know, certain type of people, they don't care about their life. That's true. They don't care if they go home to their children or their wives or, you know, or their husbands. They, they don't, that, that doesn't matter to them because. As we're, as we're all aware, like right now with, you know, being terrorists. Right, you right, know? right. That mindset. Yeah. That's yeah. why it's so dangerous. Yeah. Because there's something in their mind that is a lot different than what our society, you know, holds to be valuable. Right. They have a higher value system to them that completely contradicts what we consider a high value system yeah. in our society. And um, it's it's a similar it's a similar comparison because sometimes you know based off of your hurts and experiences, you know, let's just say civilian. Let's say minority civilian. Mm-hmm. Let's say minority civilian that was dealt a crappy hand. Right? Yeah. Based off of your experiences, the best it can get isn't that good. Yeah. So you're going to fulfill more of what you want to fulfill and get it the way that you know how because you you feel like those opportunities aren't available for you right. based off of what you've seen and what's been proven to right. you. In the same respect, law enforcement, investigators have an idea or an opinion based off of stereotypes. I'm not saying that's good. I'm just saying that that is what it is. That's reality. It, it, it is what it yeah. is. Um, and the the most important thing right now in society that we can do is be bridge builders right through those two um what we call those those two categories yeah that, there's so many other separations yeah those separations because there is not just those two and we're not just speaking specifically on on you know uh cops and uh um i guess Black Lives Matter, sure, or just sure. you know that stuff. We're not we're not specifically even though that's been the majority of our topic. It really goes beyond that, and uh, maybe we can just dive in more into it onto the next podcast. Um, you know, of I just keep forgetting his name. Country, country, country and in, in controversy. Controversy, country and controversy. I don't know why I forget. I keep forgetting. Well, I can. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, but in in that analogy. Or in those two separations, uh, I think Andrew said something that caught my attention, where he said, as a police officer, um, it's not stereotype, but you, I mean, it's not no, it, it's automatic that you just have this stereotype, and I think, again, as a bridge builder, I believe personally that you're also called to, in order to be a bridge builder, you have to be objective, so you have to look at those two, those two. Um, uh, those two categories and say to yourself, all right, let me look at it with compassion and, and find out the why. Clearly, police officers feel a certain way towards a certain community. And it's not just black people because Doesn't Hispanics, matter. Hispanics, yes, wherever you live, wherever you live, you know, and clearly it's on the other side as well. So and back to the whole 50 um, percent of, uh, of by, by age five, 50% of uh, whatever their belief system is learned, well, those things are passed down. The guy, the, the father who experienced nothing but um, injustice is now passing that down to his son who never experienced it once. The police officer who experienced nothing but um, bad experiences with pulling over just a simple 
um, stop a, I don't know, seatbelt thing, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden it turns into something else right. over and over and over. Right. Now that is passed on to a new coming police officer where it's saying, uh, um, you know, and so they're just diving in to what they didn't even, they didn't even experience yet, but is already becoming reality. Right. You know? I, and I think um, just to kind of, uh, you know, bring it in all the way, the one thing in looking at this topic um, about being b- bridge builders is, number one, to identify what bridge is yours to build. Yeah. You know, I, and we have fun on this podcast and we get serious on this podcast and there's a, a lot of different um, things expressed, but I think that one of the purposes of it is to challenge our generation. Yeah. You know, to challenge the listeners, to find... Because we're challenged. Exactly. That's yeah. why this is happening. It's the only reason why we're talking about this. Find the bridge, you know. Yeah. Is, it, is it in your family? Is it a, a, a relationship issues in your family? Is it, I don't even know who my neighbors are. Let's say like a hurricane hit or an earthquake. I, I don't even know if I can go over to them for help. Maybe it's time for you to build that bridge literally and, and meet your neighbors and, and figure out and know who they are. Yeah. You know? Um Maybe maybe it's maybe it's time to do that. I'm not I'm not gonna say maybe it is time to it do that. It is time. And I think that's the divide that so overtakes this country. There's a lack of relationship. No, it's there's so a good. there's a lack of relationship. Because relationship now is social media. Right. Which and, is and, a highlight and, reel. And it's a highlight reel and plus it takes the connection factor off. Right. Social media it takes being reality and it disconnects you from that that compassion. That's another podcast right there. Right? It, yeah. dis- it has that disconnect. And what do you need in order to relate to somebody? It says Jesus was moved by compassion. Right. He was moved by compassion to help um, uh, when Mary and Martha said Lazarus was done. Moved by compassion. Right. Right? You know? Even his first miracle, right? right. Water into wine. It, right. it wasn't because he felt like this was God telling him to do it. He did it because... His mom asked him to do it. Right. I mean... Her faith. I mean, I heard a message, a powerful message on it. And I don't even yeah. want... Just because it's just... To me, it's so deep. I know. We, we're 42 minutes. We're already in. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, yeah, keep going. Keep the, going. The, now that we're talking about yeah. this, the, the last thing I want to hit, um, bridge builders, right? W- what's your bridge to build? It's possible. It's possible to, to, to connect those two separated areas. And not only is it possible, I believe it's a responsibility. Yeah. You know, if there's a tug in your heart, if you can identify an area um, in your life where you can build that bridge, it's time for you to do it. Like if if you're watching TV, for instance, and um, something struck a chord in the aspect of, man, I really feel for Black Lives Matter. Well, or I really feel for a police or... You know, you you saw your neighbor and something struggled. Of course, something just came up, and I really feel well. Check that and say, you know what? The Holy, maybe the Holy Spirit is telling me something. Right. What is what? What should I do with this? What God? should I do with this? You know, it doesn't and and it doesn't mean that you know, uh, I'm gonna. Again, it's not about taking sides. It's about building bridges. Right. You know. So if if I remember, Mike Murdoch has a saying from his Wisdom Keys. He goes, um, if you see a problem, then it's probably meant for you to solve it. You know, so if something's coming up where you see a problem, as a believer, you're meant to, to build a bridge. Right. You know. Agreed. And we'll end on this. Um, you know, if you look back, and I, we referenced a lot of Bible tonight, and I think that's the best thing we could possibly yeah. do. The greatest separation that happened was between us and God, the Father. Yeah. Um, 
And I, this was so powerful, I heard it once. It said, uh, it was I forget who it was, but he was talking about the love of God. And we, we referenced the love of God in, in John 4, 1 John 4, 11, um, and how powerful that is. And it said God didn't, God didn't flex his muscles by, you know, crushing the earth again or flooding the earth or raining down fire. God didn't flex his muscles by wiping out, you know, the soldiers that were beating Jesus. God didn't show his strength by sending an earthquake and swallowing people up uh, at that point in history. Um, God flexed his muscles. God showed his love by allowing his son to die yeah on the cross wow that's how god showed his strength and if through, that was the strongest sacrifice. through sacrifice if that was this our strongest example of god's strength and if his strongest example of strength is love i think that's the strongest tool we have to repair right on. societal come issues on. come on um and Come I think, on. I think that's a good stopping that's point. That's a good for today. stopping point. Will you pray? Yes. I mean, I don't even know, Holy Spirit, after that. <laughs> my mind is blown. But, uh, Heavenly Father, I just thank you. I thank you for this opportunity, Lord, that you gave me and Andrew to speak. Thank you, God. To just share our hearts, to share on this matter, Father God. I just thank you for that. Holy Spirit, I thank you for uh, the listeners, Lord. And I pray, I just speak, Father God, into our society, into their lives, Father God, into you, God. into their communities. I speak um, uh, communication. I speak relationship. Yes. I speak uh, encounters. I speak... Uh, opportunities for your love to be thank shown, you, God. Father God, for that. Because it's not always about um, showing your love. It's about exemplifying your love right. and it's about loving yourself knowing how much you're loved to to show someone else father god that and i just thank you for that holy thank spirit you, i thank you for everything you're doing today everything you're doing um in this show everything you're doing in our lives yes, for god. constantly showing us things for constantly improving us for constantly giving us words you know and for constantly growing us i thank you father god for that in jesus name i pray uh amen 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 until next time, guys. Till next time. Just go with it. Just go with it.